0: Listen, let me ask you this. can you imagine letting somebody borrow your car and then them turn around and reporting it stolen when you go to drive it? That's exactly what Kyrie Leonard of the Toronto Raptors alleges happened to him after Nike sent him a cease and desist letter for a logo that he says that he only temporarily let them use. <music> Welcome to The Legal I am your host, brand attorney, LaKanya Murray, owner of the Mark Mark IP Solutions, where we help clients throughout the United States own their genius by protecting their brand through trademarks, copyrights, and contracts. We got a good one for you today, so let's get started. Today's episode is a prime example of one, why you should not wait to register your intellectual property and two, why you should always have an attorney review your contracts. So listen, I just told you that Kyrie Leonard of the Toronto Raptors, who by the way is on fire during these NBA Finals, they're going into game six tonight, and I think he's averaging like 30 points a game, okay then, we see you, we see you. So he's on fire tonight, in 2014 he won um, Most Valuable Player after the NBA Finals was complete. In 2011, Leonard signed a contra- an endorsement deal with Nike and that deal lasted from I think October 1st, 2011 and ended at the end of September of last year. And in that, during that agreement, that's where this controversy stems from, right? So according to Leonard, before he even went play- pro, while he was still in college, he started kind of designing his logo, kind of seeing, he saw himself. As a, a name-brand player branded player with endorsement deals so he started working on his logo he was always known for having huge hands my hands aren't that big but having huge hands so he took and traced his hand like we kind of do when we're in second grade um, to make the turkey for Thanksgiving but he drew his hand and with the fingers he had a fingers they were an extension of his, his initials so the fingers one went to a K, one went to an L, and then he made another finger, the number two, which has always been his basketball number. So he came into the league with this prototype of his logo. And then he enters into this agreement with Nike in 2011, and they go back and forth about the logo and how it should look. Uh, and he, they gave him some suggestions, he said no, and they finally landed on an agreement of, okay, this is the logo that you can put on your merchandise. And he says they entered the agreement with understanding that he owned the intellectual property to it, that the one that he owned the intellectual property to it, that they wouldn't file a copyright to it and he would be able to use that logo on non Nike merchandise. That's the agreement that he thought that they had apparently that wasn't true because when he so when that contract ended in 2018 he went and signed another endorsement deal with New Balance and when he attempted to use his logo he got he was sent a cease and desist letter and that's when he learned that Nike had filed a copyright for his logo Wow right Wow and mind you he just found that out about Nike But in 2017 he filed for a trademark for that logo which has been approved for notice of allowance which means that what he told when he found the application he said hey i'm not using this mark in commerce yet but i plan on using it in commerce and so the uspto is like yes okay great we don't see any conflicts or anything wrong with your application your application will be approved as long as you begin using it in commerce and you give us proof that you're doing that so that's where we're in right now he's in that waiting phase for his official um, registra- certificate um, of approval because he hasn't submitted proof that he's actually using the mark in commerce. And I think this is one of the reasons why, because he can't use it in commerce if he's receiving cease and desist letters from Nike. So after he found out that, after he received the cease and desist letter, what did he do? He filed a lawsuit. He said that Nike committed fraud by filing their copyright application and did not they failed to list him as the author of that of that work so let's talk about copyrights today today we're going to talk about copyrights and a little bit about contracts not much but really about about copyrights so copyrights are protect original works that are in a fixed tangible form so original means that it is from the person that's creating it from their own imagination that's what we mean by original and in fixed tangible form means that it's out of their mind and it's something that we can touch we can hear we can see something of that nature. It can't just be a thought. It has to be something tangible that you can touch, hear or see. Okay. And when the copyright owner, the reason that you want to have your copyright, because it gives you the owner rights or exclusive rights to do certain things. And one of those things is to create derivatives of that work. And a derivative is simply a variation. For example, if you draw a design, right? You have the right to draw that design. You have a right to take a picture of that design. You have a right to turn that design into some type of animation. You have the right to do all those things because it is your original work. So that's what we mean by derivative. And so the copyright owner has the exclusive right to create derivatives of their work. And so let that's, that's, that's where we kind of are right there. What does that really mean that derivative of that work? In this case, Leonard has so many challenges. Well, the main challenge he has to come up over is this whole concept of the derivative. So, as the copyright owner, he has the exclusive right to create derivatives. Which means that if someone creates a, a derivative without his authorization, that is copyright infringement, and that that work cannot be protected by copyrights. If he, if it's unauthorized, meaning that he didn't give them permission, but that's not the case. Even in his lawsuit, he says that he gave them permission to make the changes. They they sent him over um, some changes, he would deny them, send them over, he would deny them. And then they finally sent something over that he said, okay, this is something that I can agree with. This is something that, that I would like to represent my brand. So they agreed to it and now he made those changes. And this is where it gets murky for Leonard. Even though the unauthorized use uh, the unauthorized creation of a derivative is copyright infringement. Once the copyright owner gives a third party permission to make changes or to create a, a variation of their work, then they risk the chance of losing ownership of that new creation. If the courts find that that variation or that new creation has just a very minimal level of creativity then that new work, that derivative, has this, can be protected by copyrights and the person that created that derivative will own that copyright. Did all that make sense? I know it's a lot, so i gonna say it again. If you create a work, let's say you let's say you take your logo to a graphic designer and you want them to improve it, right? So you take it to them and you have your copyright in that original work. Now they've made the changes that you agree that they can make. When they make those changes, now they are the owner of that of the changes that was made, so of the new, improved logo. So while you still have copyright ownership of the old logo, they now have ownership of this new and improved um, logo, which is why it's important to have contracts when you're working with people, when you're working with people. And even like, I would like to know what this endorsement contract between Leonard and Nike Said. I'm sure that it has some sort of endorsed, uh, some sort of intellectual property clause in there, but I'm not sure. According to him, there was never any written agreement as related to the intellectual property. There was just a mutual understanding. Even so, he said, he even went so far to point out that when people were um, making, um, copy infringing on the merchandise by making um, knockoffs, is what I'm trying to say. When they were making knockoffs of the merchandise, they went to Nike to enforce the rights, and Nike was like, oh no, that's not us. We can't, well, that's not us. You, you handle that. You handle that. So it was really interesting to find out that right at the end of this endorsement deal, Nike goes and files this copyright, which, depend, which they might very well be authorized to do, depending on what the new work looks like compared to the old work, if there was any type of level of creativity Um, to it with the changes and if there was no written agreement, which he already says that there's no written agreement. So as it comes to contracts, this is why it's important as business owners when you're entering to agreements that you have an attorney review your contract. Sure you can read through it and you can understand what's in there, right? Maybe you can, but what you don't know is what's missing in there. You don't know what you should be looking for, what you should be considering, when you're reviewing this contract. And a lot of times um, I, I work with very intelligent people who did, they just want to know, what does this mean for me? What can I do and what can't I do? And they want it very clear without any misunderstandings. That's why you want a contract, um, have an attorney review your contract. Another thing you want to do as a business owner is don't wait to register your intellectual property. One of the things I wish Cowboy would have did was to register his copyright. And to be clear, Nike's copyright does not void his original copyright. So what it appears to me, it seems like he had this logo, he came in with the logo, they agreed on changes, and now he's looking to register as a trademark and use the revised logo. That's what's not clear because there weren't any images um, included with the complaint, so I'm I'm not able to compare what Nike registered with with what Leonard, um, submitted as the original logo. I wish I had that, cause that w- w- would help me analyze the situation um, better. But I don't. But the revised logo that Nike has does not void Leonard's original logo. That's that's just a matter of fact. They both have their copyright interest in the work. One of the things I wish he would have did was to register that register that work at that time, just so there wasn't any confusion about when he created the logo and who was the author of the logo, the original logo at all. And as one of the things I was, as I was looking at this story, I heard a commentator and I can't remember what commentator it was and what channel it was, but they were basically saying like, why is he filing this lawsuit? Who does he think he is? Is he gonna be one of those one of those um, players that brands can, you know, that, that franchises can build brands around? like? Why is he even trying to protect his intellectual property? And here's the thing to that. You don't wait until you make it to protect your intellectual property. You protect your intellectual property when you're starting off so that when you do make it, you don't have any problems. You don't have any, you know that you own this. So when you enter into these agreements, you don't have to worry about whether or not this intellectual property belongs to you or somebody else. And it's a negotiating too, too. Like I know that, um, he's thinking about trading and that team that he's looking about going to is now in negotiations with Nike to purchase the rights to hit the logo, which is crazy. Like you're, you're having a conversation about something this man created, something that represents this man, and he doesn't, he's not even a part of the conversation because he doesn't own it. You got to be a part of the conversation. You have to look. Own your genius. That's why I have this shirt. This is our tagline. Own your genius. You have to own your genius. If you're watching on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube do me a favor type "Own your genius in the in the comments if you understand the importance of owning the things that you create your intellectual property type on your genius in the comments okay so what are every episode we have our top three takeaways what are the top three takeaways from today's episode hmm, let's think about it I would say one like I just said don't wait to register your work If you create something go ahead and protect it go ahead and protect it Two. you have to know intellectual property in order to play the game if you're going in there and you and you want to be a brand ambassador you want to have endorsement deals and things of that nature you need to know what you can and cannot do and the only way to do that is have a conversation with the other party and then have that conversation put in writing so if he thought that the the derivative of that work was going to be his and Nike wasn't going to register that copyright and that he was going to be able to use it on non-Nike merchandise, should have put all that in writing. And a company like Nike doesn't move forward with their intentions without putting it in writing. We already know because they know what the deal is. If if it's not in writing, it doesn't happen, kind of like me and my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it's not going to happen. So that's number two. You want to make sure that you use written agreements when you're working with with other parties and three you want to have a basic understanding of intellectual property a basic understanding of intellectual property even if you're working with an attorney you want to be able to say oh okay i created this but it's a derivative so at least ask your to be able to ask your attorney how does that work what do i need to do to protect myself you have to be aware of those type of things to even know what questions to pose to your attorney. If you found this information valuable, make sure that you rate this podcast and let me know. Invite your friends and until next time, talk to you later.